0: Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for June 11th, 2022. It is uh, just after 1 UTC as we're starting to record today. I am Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. It's curmudgeonly, it's cornery, and we are here. Yes. Hello, Yvonne. We're cornered. We we cornered. are cornered. You cannot escape. Yes. <sighs> How am I doing? Oh, it, is is the I... curmudgeon's corner the one that you you you've been bad, so you sit in the corner with the little cone cap on your head? Basically, yes, the little dunce cap. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, anyway, everyone, our that agenda today. We're going to do gonna it, do it, it you know, first, and then we're going <sighs> to talk about January 9th, and oh. then we will have. Uh, ah. If we decide we have time, we will do a lightning round at the end. If we end up talking about the other things for too long, then we'll just say hey, screw it, we're done. And okay so Yvonne, sorry I interrupted you to give the agenda what were you about to say
1: I, I I don't know anymore how am i supposed to know anything I mean you know we're getting old i'm i'm, I'm getting really creaky and groany yeah, and
0: I I'm really groan. I woke up I woke up sore today like my 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 right shoulder and my neck I woke up sore and I, I, I don't know. I must have slept wrong or something. I have no freaking idea. But I've been sore all day. I didn't like. It's not like I did something physical and did something to my shoulder. I just woke up with my neck and shoulder sore, and it's been sore all freaking day. I finally test negative for COVID, and now my shoulder yeah. is like, screw you. Well, I, I, I mean, today I, I am
1: sore more because I, I this last month plus for various reasons. Uh, I, I had not worked out as much as I normally do. Okay. Um, uh, there, there had been just a series of things that happened that I, I guess I was doing a little less than half of the normal amount of workouts I do. Mm-hmm. And so, so to, to yesterday, there was like a gap of like to the previous workout, it was a bit like 10 days. Okay. Now. Over the weekend, like last weekend, we went to Disney, and that involves a lot of walking. But it's not uh, it's intense not walking. It's not it, it. Well, I don't know about strenuous walking. I mean, we're talking about twenty thousand plus steps, and like the heat, it's not exactly. It's it's it's. Okay, and I'm carrying a backpack the entire time. Okay, which is relatively heavy at certain times. So it's a lot of walking, but it's not strength. It's not intense cardio. So. And I've been battling with like my asthma not being as good. I, I was actually getting blood drawn today. I gotta check up with my doctor to see. He's trying to see to recommend some a once a month medication that uh that he thinks will be a lot better. Um and so uh I I, I go and I I went and I I one thing that happened, I ran yesterday, which I hadn't run in like 10 days.
0: Okay. Um, okay.
1: And uh, I did. I was so there was this challenge. There was this distance challenge, and I'm like, "Look, I haven't worked out. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this as best as possible." So I, I, I was on the treadmill at about six miles an hour. Okay, all right, and I did this for about 12 minutes nonstop, which is about 1.2 miles. Th- that was I, I was able to do it. That was fine. I probably could have kept going a little bit uh, further, but look, here's one thing: about six miles an hour. Running at my height, which is five 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 six, it's like a taller person running at seven and a half eight miles per hour. This is okay. This is fast. Okay, all right. Uh, I mean, you're talking, you know, doing a mile in like uh, I did ten minutes. It's like doing a uh, like a seven minute mile. Okay, all right. So so it for my height, you know, equivalent height. So I'm I'm really look I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm going hard at it. OK, um, after the workout, uh, I I started coughing and hacking. I really had a lot of difficulty with my breathing. Um, I had to use my inhaler. It, it was it was not good. OK, um, I didn't go work out today. Well, I was I wasn't planning on it because my blood drawn. But I, I'm going to I'm going to try not to do that like for now and do more like power walking or kind of stuff right now for now until I get back to my doctor because this isn't sustainable. I can't go. And a lot, this has happened to me already twice in the last month. Okay. That I, I basically have finished a workout where I'm just winded. I mean, I can't breathe right. And it's not the the exhaustion. It's that I can't breathe right. Mm. Okay. Um, and so that's, uh, so that's a thing, but I do this to take care of my, my body. I, you know, I, I, I I've managed to stay up until this age where I have not had to take any plush blood pressure medicine or cholesterol medicine or everything. Everything's fine. And so, so I do it, but I've got to balance it out a little bit, but I, I need to get on a medication. But speaking of, 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 of maintaining ourselves, look, I, I think I've, I've come up with a plan, Sam. A plan. What, yeah. Look. I don't know if you've seen this uh, with with, uh, people on social media and YouTube. I saw this a couple of years ago. Okay. And some YouTubers, in order to get views and Uh make a ton of money, they've taken really expensive objects and exploded them
0: and set them on fire. Have you not seen this? I have seen many, many videos where people are doing some kind of act involving blowing stuff up or doing something or whatever, but but, but I I, I have seen him do it with expensive cars. So there was this Russian YouTuber I saw a
1: couple of years ago, so about Uh three years ago that he took a, he had this very expensive Mercedes. Okay. And he hated it. He had a lot of problems with it, whatever. Apparently the car cost him half a million dollars. He went on YouTube and literally took it out to a field. and just lit it on fire. Now the one thing about it is that everybody talked about was that that video got like I mean it must be enough over 10 money to pay for the car. News. Hell yes, <laughs> hell yes, absolutely. So so, look, given what we talked about, the white noise, yeah, 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 and all this shit. How we're not doing? Listen, you're you're, just, you're of, just
0: looking for the YouTube or and or podcast get rich quick schemes. Yes, and so. <laughs>
1: I think this idea of like just you know just just putting explosives and blowing up your house.
0: I'm liking this more every day. Oh, oh wait, now now it's not just an expensive object. Now it's my house. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what the hell What on? You know, I mean, I, I, I kind of live here. Details.
1: Details. Look, I haven't sorted out this entire <laughs> plan yet. As you can see, that there are certain gaps in uh-huh, my uh-huh. in my plan. Ah, uh, but but you know, look. I mean, we could just. I mean, can you just imagine the publicity we would get? You know. Uh huh. Like, uh huh. You know, we we set the charges, and uh, you know, we put put it on. You know, we talk about it on the podcast. We we need to do a video podcast for that one too. or yeah, at it. Yeah. The, the,
0: just, so just you know, thinking area. of thinking of that kind of channel. There's one I. It wasn't quite explosives. But there was a channel that Alex and I used to watch a lot. Um, they, they post a lot less often now, and I haven't actually watched it in a couple of years now. But it was called What's Inside. And it was this dad and his kids who would just like cut random shit open and look at what was inside. And at first, like you know, they were just doing it on their own. But then when they started getting lots of views, they got like major companies giving them stuff to cut open. So they ended up like, yeah, the cutting open some quite (laughs) expensive stuff because someone would send them like, you know, a, a a free, like whatever the hell it is that costs thousands of dollars uh, for the express purpose of them cutting the damn thing open on a YouTube video. I mean, there you go. Look, I mean, I think I think we're on to something. It was quite entertaining. It was quite entertaining. I well, mean, you see, like, it, 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 once once they were like fully like doing a whole bunch of sponsored ones, it actually became less so. But like you know, in the early days, they were like you know just grabbing shit from the toy store or whatever and cutting it open. You know, it was fun. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, I I think that and look, something obviously what 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 the the my whole thing that I've been thinking about this is that look. We definitely have been going about this all wrong here, okay? Because, look, I mean, seriously, I mean, we, we've been doing this for 15 years. we uh-huh. still only got, like, I don't know, a couple of hundred downloads, whatever, right? And, yeah. you know what? Usually a, a these, a guys less are, these days. You know, yeah. And so these guys are going on, and, you know, they're... You, all they're doing is they're going out and just blowing up shit and they're making money. I mean, what the hell are we doing here? We got the uh, we got we got guys who who are blowing up stuff and then making money. Mm-hmm. We got, got the, the white other noise guys. people. Yeah, yeah, we got the white noise people. This guy got I, I just looked it up. Thirty million views on mm-hmm. that video. Thir- Sam, thirty. Million views. I mean, dude, I mean,
0: what can we blow up? How about we start with your house? Well, it's the thing is that, you know, I'm the president
1: of this condo association, you know? I mean, I well, can't blow up the that.
0: whole damn place then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, let's just blow up the entire condo, right? I right. I don't think we, you know, I, I think that might well. That, that's problematic. <laughs> hey, but we've got. But look, like you said, your place
0: needs more fixing than this place. I mean, I figure it, instead it, of spending it, the money con- on contact, fixing it, context for our listeners on our Commudgeons Corner Slack, we spent a little bit of time talking about how, like, I've got quite a bit of repair work around the house that at some point we'll have to budget for, uh, because you know I got kid dog, damaging st- stuff left and right, plus just like routine maintenance that's been let go way too long. And so we were talking about that. So that's where Yvonne wanting to blow up my house really comes from. Well, go yeah, ahead. I figured that, you know what? Listen, listen, that's all a lot of work. Think about it. We're going to spend
1: money. <laughs> got to get contractors, money, whatever. I mean, that, that's really quite a lot of work if you think about it. And you know what? Why not go out in a complete blaze of glory? Kaboom.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, you know, and we make money. And, and yeah, and we make money. Yes. Um, I mean, the neighbors might be a little bit upset. I, I, I guess. I mean, I, you know, I mean, that could that. I mean, they're like I said, I haven't worked out all the details in this.
0: Yeah. Okay? There, there seem to be a few little loose ends here.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, look, look. I, I, I'm an idea person.
0: <laughs> uh, and and I'm
1: I, I'm am a high level. Look, I I I like you know I personally myself my strategy is I like to be more of an executive role, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh, or yeah. I I I really delegate implementation to other people, right? Of course, yes. And so you know, look, I mean, I I I have come up I, I, as you know executive here at Core Quarter Operations thing, whatever. And I, 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 you know, as an executive here, I mean, I'm just trying to come up with, with more money-making ideas because right now it's not working.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I can see that, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. We, we, we should have a session where we do nothing but brainstorm on stupid shit we could do on YouTube or TikTok or wherever to get some cash.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe the, okay, I, I can see the flaws in my, <laughs> my, my, my first plan. Okay. Uh-huh. But, but, you know, we, you know, we're going to start somewhere with these ideas.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. So, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, something just like, you know, hey, uh, a 10 hour video of counting or something. But then, you know, I looked and, you know, lots of people have already done that. They have shit. There's no. like countdowns no. and clocks and this and that. Yeah. 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 You know, cause but there are, cause,
1: yeah. I mean, I've seen a whole bunch of those. Yes. You're right. The, the countdown, you know, videos. Yeah.
0: There is, there's is a whole variety of those. Yes. Yes. And, and, and um, yeah, there are all kinds of fun things like, you know, 10 hour video to keep your dog entertained, you know? I the, mean, I mean, the, geez, <laughs> come on, man. I bet you that guy. I mean, Oh yeah, I heard about that.
1: That's so also raking in money. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Uh, um, the the trick to all those kinds of things is be, to be the first one. Like, because being the thir- ah, come on, Be- being the fiftieth person to do a white noise thing, yeah, you're you're you not
1: maybe white noise, but I tell you what, that these guys keep blowing up shit and like destroying stuff, and they keep oh yeah, look, getting- look, ex- explosions are cool, people like look, explosions of all. Recently sorts. Recently, there was this guy, um, uh, you know, that launched this Tesla, re- that rented a Tesla, on Turo. Okay. All right. So oh, I, thought is... go, I, I thought you were going to
0: go. I thought you were going to mention the guy who la- launched a Tesla into Mars because there was that guy.
1: Well, that's Elon Musk. But yeah, you know, yes, that's, go, go ahead. Well, but no. But I'm talking about this guy that went. There is this like, uh, it's in California. There is this street that has a, you know that that if you drive very quickly over this hill, you will send your car flying. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. so they rented a Tesla and they gunned it and launched it and crashed like five cars. Look, that nice. video got like 10 million, 15 million views. Now I believe the police are after him. <laughs> I think they may be in jail. Oh well. Wow. Details. Well, like again, <laughs> you see, this is the thing, okay? Look, I don't have, I haven't really gotten the right plan yet. Okay? Right. Yes. Uh but but you know uh there so, yeah. there
0: do seem to be many <laughs> flaws here. Okay,
1: well you know um,
0: you know well we didn't come up with a white noise
1: first, that's for damn sure. <laughs> I because mean, we got a fucking dead white. I mean damn it if it's until all they need is a white noise. Look, I want to just put the damn microphone up to the ceiling fan in my room. It's just, you know, we can record in an hour of that shit. Like what? 18,000 a month. So you're taking nine grand. I'll take nine grand. Hey, I'll take nine <laughs> grand a month. You know, I'll take nine grand a month. I'll be fucking thrilled to pieces. I mean, I'm not retiring on that. But hell, man, I'm having a pretty damn good time with an extra nine grand a month.
0: Yes. I I I think you've uh, whipped this horse to death.
1: Uh, you be beat?
0: No, whipped. You've whipped. Well, it we
1: whip. Death. Yeah. Well, okay. We with the whip, the beat. I some, well, yeah, it, beat, beat to
0: death is the normal phrase. Beat to death is the normal phrase. But you have not beaten it. You have whipped it.
1: I whipped it. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's enough for me. I, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Because uh, because two weeks in a row you've talked about these YouTube get rich quick people. So. Well,
1: pissing me off. I mean, you're pissing me off. I'm thinking, how the hell these assholes do this? I don't get it. White noise, and, Sam!
0: White noise. White
1: fucking noise! Just white noise!
0: I mean, we keep
1: coming up with agendas and subjects and talk intelligently about shit? What the fuck?
0: Just white noise, Sam! white noise okay my turn my turn i'll do the butt first and you know i i already mentioned i'm negative on covid and my shoulder hurts so i'm not going to talk about that i will do because i'm yes thank you thank you thank you um alex by the way still like still not feeling quite a hundred percent off and on he like even before the covid he had like the sore throat going thing going on for weeks and he, he kept claiming it and we didn't always believe him, but he was really consistent about it one way or another. He's had like lingering minor symptoms for like the last month, maybe even longer. Uh, So we, we took him in, he got tested for, he got tested for um, strep throat. He got tested for mono uh both came back negative they're doing um a, a, a culture strep throat test that will take a few days to get the results but like not nothing so far and i don't know he's just sort of he's just sort of been dragging for a long time like n- all of the stuff he normally likes to do he's just like I, I don't feel like it i'm just gonna lie down kind of stuff so right uh, who knows anyway anyway i'm not going to talk about that either hopefully he'll feel better soon we made <clears throat> we did make him go back to school though so he's back to school because there there's only seven days left of goddamn school here. Like, right. right. He was, he, he was hoping to just miss the rest of the school year, but no.
1: That's, anyway. Yeah, that's
0: a pretty smart plan, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, anyway, you know, no. You're out I just scrape
0: by, just, you know, I could just weasel out of the last seven days. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, no, I am way behind on my books and movies and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to do this time a book. Are you? I know you're always excited when I do this, Yvonne. You ready for the book? Ooh. The book this time, which I finished reading on March 7th, is Three Cups of Tea by Greg Mortenson. Have you heard of this thing, Yvonne? No, I have not. So, Three Cups of Tea is... This guy's memoir, uh, he actually had a co-author, Oliver Rellen, I guess, but it was promoted as this guy's memoir. Um, and he he's a he's a mountain climber who ended up founding a nonprofit, building school school, building schools <laughs> in, in rural Pakistan and Afghanistan, specifically schools for girls. Um and, and, well, other kids too, but, but, uh, he, he made a point of including girls, um, which wasn't always done, I guess. Um, and so this thing happened. Uh, so, and anyway, it's the story of, you know, how he got involved, how he met the people there, how he decided to build schools there, how, uh, he went about doing this and it like grew to a bigger and bigger thing, some adventures, uh, where like he tried to do some stuff in Africa Afghanistan and he bumped into the Taliban and things like that and how he did all this kind of stuff. Um, So here I'll start with saying this is, I'm wavering between a thumb sideways and a thumbs down. Okay. Why is Um, that? It was, it was okay, I guess, but a couple things left me kind of cold. One, the whole thing sort of had this flavor of like white savior complex. Okay. Well, like,
1: well, yeah,
0: where of, like, he's, he's know. like this American and he comes in and it's sort of, it, it it's sort of presented as, yeah, and he came in and all these people like were, were poor and didn't have access to stuff and he did all this stuff and got them schools and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, he, he does do some things about like how wonderful the people are and stuff like that, but it still didn't avoid coming across as sort of like, you know, Western dude comes into some other culture and saves them. Right. And that left a bad taste in my mouth. Like Mm. from beginning to end, because it just sort of had that tone where it's like and, and, you know, knowing uh, knowing from like things my parents had been involved in and things from other like a very common situation when like Western folks like parachute into other countries and we're like, hey, we're going to save you. We're going to do this, blah, 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 is that they end up like doing stuff that isn't necessarily actually the stuff that the people there need the most. And they start imposing sort of their way of doing things, which may or may not be a fit. And very often the local people just know better. Um, and, you know, you'd be a, a lot better off at, at, just sort of, you know, if you want to help give them some monetary resources and let them run with it. Um, and, you know, the, the, he does say some of those things like this sort of a growing process that he has as he goes through it, where sort of he respects, he respects things. The locals know that he didn't and things like that, but it's still, it still, it had a lot of that feeling to it. And that just made me like uncomfortable reading the whole thing. But also here's the thing. This book was published in originally in 2006. Okay. Um, Uh, and in 2011, some stories came out that basically say he made a whole bunch of this shit up completely. No, like, uh, so here I'll read the part from Wikipedia about the allegations Uh, on the April 17th, 2011 broadcast of 60 minutes. Um, there was, uh, a, a report. I'm paraphrasing here. Report about inaccuracies in this book and its sequel. I have not read the sequel. Um, And these were the allegations. Some of the events recounted in the book, including Mortensen getting lost on the way down from K2, stumbling into this town, Corfe, and promising to build a school, did not take place. The story in the second book, the story in the second book about him being captured by the Taliban, did not occur. His his purported kidnappers state he was a guest and the Taliban did not actually exist in that country at that time. Nice. Uh, Schools that his nonprofit, the Central Asia Institute claims to have built have either not been built, have been built and abandoned or now used for other purposes like grain storage or have not been supported by his nonprofit at all after they were initially built. Um, The, nonprofit that he heads apparently spent all kinds of money on advertising his books and paying his travel expenses for his book tours, including private jets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so like, basically it looks like there, there may be some aspects of truth within this thing. I mean, he does have a nonprofit that did build schools. He was a mountain <laughs> pl- climber originally, but apparently a lot of the details of these stories were are made up just were just completely fucking made up and not only that but like all this good he was apparently doing for these villages and stuff where he was building tool tour (laughs) where he was building schools um were exactly the kind of thing that i was talking about where somebody parachute jumps in does something that's not actually useful not actually sustainable and then they get the hell out of there being like "Ooh, we built a school blah 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 but then like the the actual people there are not getting the kind of benefit and then meanwhile he's going all around touting how great he is and how like wonderful he was to help these people you know so i I guess with all of that you know on the book itself i'd probably give it a thumb sideways just because Of the the sort of it felt like a white savior thing and it wasn't all that great a read, but But add this stuff to it, it goes to it. It's gotta be a thumbs down. This guy's just a fucking liar. Add all this stuff to it, it's a thumbs down. Like it's it's like you know you you're presenting like if you'd written like a novel or whatever whatever, but you are presenting this as your own history and whatever and it's just a whole bunch of made up bullshit to make you sound good and make you money.
1: You know, uh what this books reminds me is this, this issue that I always see with outsiders coming into communities and trying to make long lasting improvements mm-hmm. or going in and saying, we're going to help you. We're going to save you. We're going to do something right. And how many fail at, it, 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 it. It look. It, it. It's across all types of this kind of savior stuff. Hell, I mean, you're talking about the Middle East. I mean, let's be clear. You know, the, just the war in Iraq. I mean, that that's you know.
0: Yeah, it, that, that whole mean, thing that, was we were supposedly coming in to improve Iraq, right? Bring you know, democracy right, exactly. to them, and all this. exactly. And you know, as, what as we well did as is... of course, get rid of the nuclear weapons that didn't exist, but or exactly. chemical weapons, chemical weapons, or, or you know,
1: weapons of mass destruction, whatever the yeah. hell they were there they would be. So, so you've got that, but I also see that at a lot of smaller levels in general. Um, you know, you got nonprofits and others that wind up going into places and, uh, they, they sometimes provide certain boost, but not, not long-term, uh, help for people. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of the things that I, I, I keep arguing sometimes with people, it goes back to, uh, to that old story about, Hey, you give, you give somebody a fish one day, well he ate one day and then the next day he's done. You teach him how to fish, well that's
0: a different story. They could it's sustainable. And to Well, to and, the, and, the often, and and is just, the thing that often and the thing that often occurs with these kinds of efforts is it's between you know, building on that analogy, right? It's that they come in And tell you, hey, the way you're fishing is wrong. Wrong. You should do it this way with our technology. Use our fishing rod. Do this thing. And meanwhile, the way the locals had done it was nicely adapted for the type of fish they have there. And your way that you're parachuting in with just doesn't work. Well right and you're, so or it you're works not, badly. you know
1: but but that, but that's but that's another one where they're trying to help by saying that what you're doing is wrong and we
0: have the right way of doing it which is isn't you know which isn't really helping. and, and very it often is... by the way and very often the right way to do it involves like buying shit that is not available locally and ends up sucking money out of the local community as well
1: well, but, but I think that the, the one thing sometimes. is, well, sometimes, but, but I think that I- in general, what, what helps more is understanding, um, look, understanding what they're dealing with or what the problem is and, and giving them the right help instead of coming in and just telling the people what you're doing is all wrong. You got to do it this way. Uh, I I've always said, like, there is a lot of, yeah, you know, there's 10 different ways to solve sometimes the same problem. And, um, you know, everybody likes to get really married to their method. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but, you know, and, and think that whatever the other person is doing is wrong. And in most cases they're all very close. Okay. And it's sometimes just understanding, helping people figure out a way to problem solve and do continuous improvement.
0: Is better than you trying to just tell people what to do. Um, Yeah. And and, and so, and, and and I'll, I'll add like in so many cases and I, I, as time goes on, I'm increasingly convinced this is true of almost all kinds of like social welfare kind of programs is you're almost always better off with, you know, it, hey, if they need help, if they're especially if if the problem is due to poverty or lack of resources or anything like that, just give them fucking money, and then let them figure out how to do it because they know better than you do in ninety five percent of cases. Yeah, well, I, I think here's the one thing I, I I will say that my
1: um the one thing that I've always tried to do uh with people, and I've done this. And I've done done it many times over the last 20 plus years is that, um, given people careers. Yeah. And what do I mean by that is, you know, I had one guy that I know what he was doing was, was renting. He was, he was running an enterprise rent a car, uh, place. Okay. A, A branch exhausting work. He hated it, whatever. And he wanted a more fulfilling career, okay? And But but I saw the one thing is, you have the right skills, whatever. I basically was able to take his attitude and his go-getting and show him how to apply that to the software industry, okay? Mm-hmm. And so spending a lot of time, you know, helping him understand how to, you know, just just coaching him and helping him and guiding him and whatever. Got him now where he's built a career in the software industry and he's working, you know, in, in this for the last decade. Okay. You think about it, complete turnaround of, you know, I mean, this guy was like freaking renting cars. Okay. And you're like, well, how? Well, how? Well, it takes time, it takes effort, and it takes like just finding, you know, what it is that they're good at and using that and leveraging it so they can get ahead in in, in there and having the motivation in doing that. Um, and so I I think that that is, you know, I, I think that by giving people those opportunities and giving them the coaching, which, by the way, took a lot of time from me to do that coaching, but it, it's, it's what I think is the one thing that I think that I've done more for people than anything else is give a lot of people those careers, okay, and help them and accompany them and listen to them and talk to them every day and motivate them. And doing a lot of motivating, and and, and you know, I, I I would say that that's probably uh, the the biggest thing. And so, uh, the reason I I I I brought that up a little bit also in terms of this kind of stuff, like what you're talking about in the book, and they're going out there and saving people, is because also a lot of these people is the thing that pisses me off lately that I that I keep seeing is, uh, and, and I'm and this is specifically. You know, I'm going to talk about now about the the Democrats on the far left where they're trying to fucking help people that didn't ask for their fucking help. Fucking, you know, white fucking people that don't understand other people. It's the same thing over there with this guy. You know, people doing that over there. Do that here, too. Mm. And how that pisses off a lot of people.
0: This, <clears throat> they don't see it. This gets back to what you were talking about a couple weeks ago about Latinx. And all this stuff. and 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 then I just saw this week that in San Francisco,
1: even though the you know the the, you know Native Americans are like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, San Francisco wants to outlaw the word chief, and they're like, why? Who asked you? Nobody Mm. asked you. It's it's this whole war right now on cultural appropriation that I'm getting right now on like. Fuck, man. What? I can't cook Mexican food because I'm not Mexican? I can't cook a burger because I'm not American? But what the fuck are we doing now? I can't cook Italian food because I'm not fucking Italian? I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point that I don't understand what the hell they're doing with this whole damn thing on appropriation. Because what it seems like, it's like, hey, oh, you were born white or you were born Puerto Rican or whatever. Well, you can't do anything that is not the culture that you were raised in. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? What are we doing, people?
0: Well, you, I mean, I usually, like
1: cultures around the world. I like mixing and matching stuff. Yeah, I you, will prepare you, f- foods like that mix shit from like all bunch of different countries all the fucking time.
0: Yeah, you, usually the conversation. Well, maybe not. Ideally, the conversation is a little bit more complicated, and it ta- takes into account sort of dominant versus repressed cultures and are you taking it without credit and all this kind of stuff. And listen, but- listen,
1: the other day I kept seeing it about freaking Americans doing, making Mexican restaurants. But what the fuck are we talking about? That's the level that people are taking it to. Okay. It's the whole thing. It goes back to, you're going to the nuance of the wonky discussion. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, Again, yeah. like a CRT where then they turn it into whatever the fuck. Okay. Simplified idi- idiocy that has nothing to do with it. Okay. Right because what they're doing is yes that what you're saying is the wonky thing that should be correct but that's not what they're doing they're going and they're like a, a, a white guy that like mexican food open a mexican restaurant and they're telling him you're a fucking asshole and i'm like um, what the fuck really so so i guess a mexican can't open an american re- i mean i don't what what are we doing what are we doing All of this shit taken to, okay, again, you know what? I I, I have so many Mexican friends. Okay, all right? I I was just on the phone with one of them right now. I guarantee you one thing. None of them are offended by this. So what are you doing? Anyway, it's once again, there's this whole thing of like trying to understand how to help people. You remember what I was saying? Yeah. yeah. If you're going to help somebody, you got to understand what their need is and helping them. And this is the whole thing. You don't understand what the problem is. And you're coming in with a help that nobody asked you to do.
0: So does it change it? If like, let's say 90% of Mexicans were offended by a white guy. It's a different story.
1: That is a much bigger, different story. Because sometimes there is a context around that. Like, for example, uh, the thing with uh, the name Redskins mm-hmm. uh, for the for the Washington football team right now that's called the Commanders. Okay, the word Redskin was a slur. It's a slur. Everybody recognized it as a slur. Okay, it, 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 it you know you had a team with a name that was a slur. You can't have a fucking team with a name. It's a slur. You can't do that. Okay, but the word Chief. Is a word that, you know, used around a lot, which actually conveys uh, something of stature, something that people like and are proud of, okay, as being the chief. And they feel proud about it. And it's one of those things where, say, if it was a Spanish word that was tossed around like that and used with reverence, I would be like, oh, that's cool that they're using my word. And so when when, what they're doing is saying, oh, that's bad. It's like, I want to grab them and go. It's again, nobody asked for your help on this. What are you let me,
0: doing? Let me give you another example that's come up a couple times and get your thoughts on it. And, and then we can move on. Yeah. Like one thing I've seen people complain about, for instance, is let's say there's, you know, native or indigenous art in some place mm-hmm. or another where it's very common for people of that culture to make that art and sell it to tourists and stuff like that. And that's how they make their living. And it's an important part of their like sort of cultural view of wherever they're coming from. And then, some company comes by and notices, "Oh, that kind of that style of art is cool. People seem to like it. I'm gonna just I, I'm gonna hire some white people and make something that looks kind of like that and mass produce it and sell it online. Listen, okay, you know, what? okay or not?
1: I, I, I'll well, I'll tell you because I have experience with this." So back in Puerto Rico, we had a lot of like, uh, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff that we did, that people liked, that people sold or whatever. Whatnot. But one of the things that happened is that also we wound up outsourcing and sending that a lot to be made in China. Okay. All right. Well, so, so wait, wait, wait. So yeah. look, I'm sorry. You, you've got, I, I, I get if you're, if you're taking like a tiny community and you're like, blowing up their, their 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 little business and bankrupting them. Okay, I I that that I don't I don't want to do that. That that's not fair. But when I see with a lot of cultures where a lot of us in those cultures and, and it's not just in Puerto Rico, but I've seen this in a lot of countries. So what we wind up doing is that we commercialize it and we fucking outsource the production to China or whatever. Fuck the cheapest places. We're selling it in our store. We're Puerto Ricans at the store. And if you really look at it, oh, well, it's all made in fucking China. What the fuck is the point? And then we're saying, oh, well, you're stealing my money. Fuck you, man. You're being fake. It's a fraud. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here.
0: But again, though, what you said earlier, it makes a difference what the community involved actually thinks of this thing. So it's hard it, to apply.
1: It, it, it makes a difference. I really believe in the economic harm that you're inflicting on the community. Because one thing is that I take an idea that I see from a community and I decide to, to hey, I think it's cool. Let me g- share that style with the world. That's one thing, okay? If they weren't, you know, you're not hurting that community. I don't agree with this thing that just because, you know, it, it, it's like, what? Uh, okay, uh, there's a style like, Mexicans do glass in a different way than other people. And I see other people copy it. So what? Do we got to pay a royalty to every fucking Mexican that came up with how to make plates? I, I mean, should, should you not? You, I mean, should I not, you know, if I set up something and I like uh, French style, of, you know, I'll, I'll, Mediterranean style, okay, for example, of things. Do I got to give every fucking Greek and Italian a royalty on like, because I like their, the uh, you know, Mediterranean style uh, construction? I- I'm sorry, but it-, it becomes a thing where all of a sudden you can't like or do anything on any other culture, and what you again it goes back. It it'd only be whatever the hell my white experience gave me, or my, whatever your own experience gave you. So, say me as a Puerto Rican, I decide to make a profitable business out of that. Well, fuck you. No, you're you're what you're. I'm doing what you're. You're using somebody else's culture. So apparently, anything I do has to be. Uh, plantains, and uh, I don't know, fucking uh, guayaberas, and I guess that's about it, that's all I could do? Get out of here! No! I'm sorry, I I really think (laughs) that for the most part, unless you are going into a a small community and you are taking away their economic, you know, way of making, you know, of, of earning a living, okay, by doing that, I think it's bullshit. We are a a world of ideas, and I'm one that really, truly believes that we should have no borders, mm -hmm. period. I'm one that really believes in that, that our culture should be a mix of everything that we are. Because I like being with a thousand cultures, and if what you're telling me is that I have to go, and if I see an idea from another culture that I can't use it in any way, that maybe I will make a buck off because— Because it's somehow wrong? No. I I just don't agree with that.
0: No. So so to to do one of the wonky distinctions that people sometimes make on this topic, just to throw it out there, the one of the differences they apply is sort of dominant versus you know, sort of cultures in danger of being subsumed or assimilated, where they're sort of worried about like, hey if you like if if the, if there are two cultures that are both very strong lots of people involved blah 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 share back and forth all you want no one cares and sharing from the dominant culture no one cares about that either but if you've got like a small culture and there's a certain set of things that are really unique about them and you sort of pull them out and make them not unique and and just absorb them into the dominant culture and or things going the other way where the 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 sort of minority culture starts getting diluted because of the influence of the majority culture and, and is in danger of sort of disappearing that's the things that people are really concerned about or where you're you're taking the this sort of small culture We're that all- it-
1: Cultures yeah. evolve and change over time. Culture in Puerto Rico has evolved and changed with language, with music, and whatever. And I will say one thing that you know what? There right now, globally, especially in pop music, Puerto mm-hmm. Rican culture is extremely dominant in that space and used and monetized around the world. I mean, number one fucking like pop artist right now has been lately has been Bad Bunny, who's Puerto Rican. Okay? Never heard of him. And exactly. You, of course. But but I know I the only reason I know of him because it's Puerto Rican. But he's been he, he's been, I I mean, he, this is global. Now, one thing is that how did that become to be promoted around the world? Record labels saw it, you know, whatever. American Company promoted it, whatever, and it's become and it's become around the world. Look, what it's done, it's not eliminated. As a matter of fact, I think that the fact that it's been commercialized the way that especially Puerto Rican music has been around the world has made that the culture of Puerto Rico identity has grown stronger, not weaker. By a lot. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because Puerto Ricans themselves started saying, hey, look, all those people around the world that like it. And so they are less likely, and I would say even myself, of sometimes trying to just blend in. No, I'm Puerto Rican you know what? I'm proud that I'm Puerto Rican. And yes, that music is ours. Come, you know, whether I like some of the style or not, but it's
0: our cultural so, in the world. So how how would you feel if like, and then I really want to move on, but how would you feel like if Taylor Swift, like the whitest white girl in existence, uh, started just covering this guy's songs?
1: I mean, come on.
0: We've had that happen already a thousand times. And do you care. care at all?
1: No. Help. There, you know, listen, uh, Jose, you want to talk about already? Listen, one of the most famous Puerto Rican artists there has been around is uh, Jose Feliciano. They've okay. covered his songs a thousand times around. And all it made is made it be known more popular in Puerto Rican. It, and it's been covered by a lot of what, white white artists. So what it made it was be more popular and known. Not... So I I really think, you know, that, that fear is, from my experience, ridiculous. You know, Paul Simon did his damn songs. <laughs> Cat Stevens, did it diminish Puerto Rican culture? No, on the contrary. I really think that, that that whole thing is ridiculous. And to me, honestly, it feels a little bit to me like, you know,
0: like... Condescending?
1: Yes. Oh, let's protect the little culture so it doesn't. You know, whatever. I'm like, g- 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 come on, give me
0: a well. Fuck and, right. and again, I think a big part of it. I keep coming back to this. It's it's sort of the nothing about us without us thing that is true in a whole bunch of spaces. It really does matter what the people in that culture think of it themselves. Are they offended? Are they upset? Exactly. And and you. And you give a lot of respect to their own opinions. like if they're if they're wide open, hey, yeah, everybody use it. we love it. like let's expand our culture and and if if other people like it, great, then you you have one set of things. If they're very, very protective and are upset and suing people and whenever anything like this happens, then you you, you look at it a different way.
1: I, I think that definitely, obviously it's again, it goes back to what it is that helps the culture, right? And so if you feel, look, I I I don't see how, you know, it, 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 how it, <laughs> like I said, I don't believe in borders. I don't believe in this segregation that we do as groups. I fucking like things from around the world, and I like, I believe that, uh, the, uh, uh that, the things that we get from other cultures, you know, it, it, it's so important that cross-pollination of culture. Okay, and I think that when because then you get the best of everything, right? Exactly. Yes, and some shit that is really good from a small culture then gets known around the world. And, and you know, by we're the only way, four million fucking Puerto Ricans, and everybody knows the fucking "Feliz Navidad" Jose Feliciano sang in nineteen seventy. It's you know. It, it, and
0: by the way, I'll just add to that, you know, there should not be a universal value of cultural preservation. There are lots of things that many cultures do that are really bad, yes. and those things should die.
1: Right. I mean, what the hell? Get rid of that shit. Yes, absolutely. So I I, I just, I, I, again, it's just. Just just stupid thing. Why got a whole b- bunch of people that are just they're, it, it's
0: being condescending. Okay. <laughs> we went a long time at that. And just to sum up, thumbs down on three cups of tea. Yeah, three <laughs> cups of tea gets thumbed down.
1: The guy's not only just not not only just just he's a he's a liar and he's a fraud and uh condescending at the same time.
0: What a and, and combination. The, and the book was only so so anyway, just as a read. So <laughs> God. Okay. It okay. is time for a quick break, and then we'll talk about January 6th committee hearing stuff. Uh, and Yvonne, once again, it's time for an apple dream.
1: Oh, damn.
0: Th- this one's a relatively short one. So prepare okay. yourself. I I I will leave our mics on.
1: Okay. All right. I'll Here we prepare go. Myself.
0: I remember almost nothing, but we were at the Arctic Circle, and there was snow everywhere. And people were talking about the world's most northern ATM machine, except you shouldn't say machine, because that's what the M's for. And I don't remember why we were there or what we were doing. I think that was earlier in the dream, but I no longer remember it. Bye. uh, That's (laughs) the whole thing. (laughs) You were were in the
1: Arctic Circle looking for an ATM machine. Well, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) You know, I I just went to a store today that had a sign that said we accept cash.
0: Ooh.
1: And I was like, whoa. You know, look at that. There you go. I, I I guess I, I guess
0: what you you want you I guess you wanted to pay with cash for some reason in the Arctic Circle I guess I guess I, I don't know <laughs> I didn't remember very many additional details that was the whole thing so okay well all right anyway I, and no I, I will say like yeah we it's been a long time since we mentioned this I cannot even remember this point the last time i've carried cash i just don't anymore it's been so long since i needed it certainly well even pre-pandemic it was very very rare but like certainly you know not in the last two three years at least my wife had something that um you know she she went to like get her hair done or something from i guess it's a uh, it's a small business or whatever, and they they required cash. So she had to go to an ATM machine and get cash. And I'm like, what's that? And a couple months ago, uh, someone who went to high school with me was visiting Seattle and wanted to have lunch. And I, I met them for lunch, and they paid for lunch, but pulled out cash to pay for lunch at the place we went. And I'm like, what the hell is that?
1: I haven't there seen go. that in
0: years. Wow. Wow!
1: Well, there you go. Well, I had cash on me until I think I gave away as a tip my last five dollars on Sunday. Wow! I, I it's
0: so impressive. Yeah. So I haven't yeah. had cash all week. I I, I heard some commentary like a uh, while back. It probably was TikTok or whatever um, of people who apparently amongst the younger generation, there is a growing thing that cash. Spending actual cash, quote unquote, doesn't count because it's not real money, because the stuff that counts is the stuff that's still in your bank account or credit cards or whatever that you pay. And it does a record of it and it goes wherever. But if you actually withdraw cash for whatever reason and you have it, that's just free money now. Wow,
1: that's that's okay. Well, then, Sam, let's go to the ATM. Let's withdraw all the cash. I mean, it's free. It's you know, it doesn't count. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, what? Are, we've been doing this all wrong, like podcasting and our publicity. We've been doing it all wrong. Okay. All right. So let's get to serious stuff, shall we?
0: Yes. That, that, uh, yes. Um, now that we're almost an hour in. Yay. Um, so the January 6th committee had their first, well, it actually wasn't their first hearing. They had their first hearing last year Public sometime. Hearing. Public. No, they've had their first public hearing last year. They brought in a bunch of the police officers. They did that
1: like
0: just a few weeks after they were originally commissioned. They brought these on. They brought like the, the cap well, wasn't police in prime on.
1: time like this one, right? No, it
0: was not in prime no. time. It was in the middle of the day. Okay. Uh, this is the, so this is the first one they've done in a long, long time. Uh, this is the first one that is seriously on what they have discovered in their investigation, The first one was basically just a mechanism to thank the Capitol Police and have them tell a little bit about their experience and blah, blah, blah. Um, This time, they've been investigating for just under 18 months, I believe, and uh, this is them making the case that they want to make. Uh, The hearing they had on Thursday night Uh, Was basically their Their opening statement Um, uh, They they did have a couple witnesses uh, for the second hour of the two hours But the first hour was basically the opening statement Here is what we are going to be talking to you about over the course of the next month And here are the things that we are going to show you, etc And, um, you know, basically I think we we can talk about some of the individual things that stood out and were kind of new uh but the fundamental theme i think was they're not pulling punches and they're going directly for trump yep
1: uh um, 100% this entire the entire uh thrust of yesterday was to show how trump was indeed the primary responsible for everything that happened on June 6th, by the way, Sam, June 6th, not January. 9th. Oh, January. well now it's okay. Great. So oh, this is good though. So you're going to <laughs> hey, we could go with June, June 9th. There you go. That way we can just get it all wrong. Yeah. January, January, January 6th. Hey, I can't even get where Sam has kept referring it to, to on, on Slack as January 9th. And I'm like, every day, the first time he did it, I'm like, did something else. Did, what happened on January 9th? I, I was like, serious. I'm like, what, what was, what is he talking What? What happened on January 9th? I don't remember. It was a big thing on January 9th. Then I realized that it was the six. Now I'm just I just it's turned June. the six
0: upside down. You know, it, it well, is the fifth, it,
1: January, June, you know, the j is
0: 50, is 50 too old to develop dyslexia? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, okay. I found this on the web. <laughs> Thank you, Siri. <laughs>
1: Anyway, anyway, moving on, Siri, from Siri. Um, But yes, so the entire thrust has been Trump is the person that was at the center of this. And and the one thing that what I was, I I finally, uh, at the end of it, understood a little bit more of what they're trying to show people. They're trying to Mm -hmm. show him that he acted like the same way as Mafia Don's you see in the movie's act. Which is that the orders are... Indirect. Exactly. Yes. In in terms of that he isn't saying it directly to the person, but that the way that Mafia Dons do in order to create some plausible deniability is like, oh, wouldn't it be great if so-and-so forth were dead and then all of a sudden his guys kill him?
0: Uh, Although part of what they're talking about are there at least a few places where it looks like he messed up and said things almost directly.
1: Oh no. Yeah. 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 But what, what I'm saying is that, th- that for, uh, they're showing that it was, I mean, direct there, there was one part where I was seeing how something that he tweeted, the people there directly at that moment, were reading it out loud for everybody, for everybody to take action based on that, mm-hmm. for example. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, the main thrust of this was uh, to show that he was the main orchestrator. And number two, to try to dispel from people any any type of doubt that this was a violent attack right. on the Capitol. Because you not still keep hearing.
0: Yeah. You keep through. hearing tourists. You keep hearing, oh, it's just, you know, it was a rally that got out of hand. No. Another main theme is, no, this was not accidental. This was no. planned. Yep. The violence was planned. Was, planned. It was planned. This is not just like, oh, the people at the rally got excited and got a little out of control. No, no, no. The, the actual... We are going to storm the Capitol and we are going to try to take control and blah, 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 blah. That was all part of the plan.
1: plan, how the arms were stored, how the Proud Boys went. And when they showed up in large number, didn't even head to the rally. They went straight for the Capitol. And that—that
0: okay. that is actually one of the things that um, it was pointed out afterwards that there were some of the federal filings and charges against people that mentioned this, but had never been highlighted before is the fact that a huge contingent of the Proud Boys did not go to that rally at all. At all. Hours before Donald Trump was even speaking, they went straight to the Capitol. They circled it a couple of times, casing it, and then they prepared. And Donald Trump's, hey, everybody go there, gave them the, the mob they needed behind them to push the entry. And oh, right. the, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers were at the beginning of every time they sort of went to the next level, you know, passing barricades, going into the capital right. itself, starting right. to do physical damage, all of these kinds of things were initiated by either the Proud Boys or the Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers. And then the mob behind them played along. Correct. But it wasn't just a spontaneous act of whatever. No, no, no. These people, specifically in these two groups, uh, had been planning this for weeks. Months. Um, months. And uh, so let, let me do a couple of things. Um, one, Liz Cheney um referred to a seven part plan. she she said it was Trump's sophisticated seven part plan to overturn the 2020 election and prevent the uh, transition of presidential power. Um, they' all, they didn't specifically lay out all seven parts in this initial part. Uh, But uh, I I have a thread up here from Jake Tapper, who's on CNN, uh, that has, he says he's got background from source on the committee or whatever, outlining what exactly are those seven parts. And they're apparently over the next few weeks going to, you know, spend time on each of these seven parts. Okay, part one, Mm -hmm. Trump repeatedly and aggressively lied to the public falsely, claiming the 2020 election was stolen from him. And part of what they already started on this first <clears throat> night is proving that he knew he lost. Right. You know, how many people told him he lost, et cetera, that it just was not credible that he actually believed he won. Um, uh, part two, corruption of the Justice Department. Trump sought to replace the acting attorney general with a loyalist so as to weaponize DOJ to use the force of law to support his election lies. Part three, Trump corruptly and repeatedly pressured Vice President Mike Pence to violate the U.S. Constitution and the law by refusing to count certified electoral votes on January 6th. Part 4. Trump improperly pressured state election officials and legislators to change their state's election results and undermine the will of the voters in their states by flipping the state from Biden to Trump. Part 5. Trump's team, including his lawyers, told GOPers across the country to manufacture fake slates of electors and send those fake elector slates to the U.S. Congress and the National Archives. Part six, Trump summoned and assembled a mob of supporters to D.C. and directly told them to march to the U.S. Capitol. And part seven, despite the violence against police and in the Capitol, Trump ignored myriad pleas for help. And folks begging him to take immediate action to stop the violence and tell the MAGA mob to leave the capital. Those are the seven parts.
1: Uh yeah, it's it, it's very it's a. It, I mean, this this plan was definitely uh, a. This was an all-encompassing plan uh, of, of what they were trying to do, uh, and and you we could see it step by step uh, where. He wasn't being thwarted in his desire to uh, to 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 basically block the peaceful transfer of power. And how, you know, he had all these people that uh, were trying to enable him every step of the way in order to be able to do that um, across the board. And just the entire also just. In encouraging of the violence itself and let's be clear not just encouraging the fact that he directed them to violence Mm -hmm. because he did
0: um i mean it's just 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 stunning and and look we we've talked on this show quite a few times about sort of our expectations for this being hey they're not really going to have a lot new. It will flesh out details about stuff that we either knew or assumed to be true, filling in the blanks from what we did know. Um, But a couple things I thought about as, as I was watching this last night and you know, I, when it was live, I had a few interruptions going on. So I actually went through and I watched the whole damn thing later from beginning to end in making sure I was in a place where I could focus 100% on it I actually ended up watching it twice but the the what came to me as I was thinking about that is yes on the one hand they're sort of confirming things that people like us who have been following it closely the whole time you know have assumed to be true all along but these additional details um are not just additional details. They're the things that transform it from, hey, we're pretty sure this is what happened because our negative opinions of Donald Trump like match this view of the facts that we do know. And the easiest explanation is wow. that Trump was doing these particular bad things in this way to actually connecting the dots with evidence. Right. Solid evidence. Yeah, that makes it so that it's not just, well, yeah, of course, it makes sense that Donald Trump was acting this way, because that's how we always act to actually having witnesses saying it on the record. He was doing this in this way or here's this document or whatever. And so these details matter. In a way that I think I sort of dismissed them in the past of like, yeah, yeah, the overall picture is the same. We're just having a few additional details. But the thing is, those details are the proof. Right. Um, And, and another thing is, you know, we've sort of said there won't be all that much new. Um, there was one thread by Just Security on Twitter that sort of tried to highlight specifically things that were new that we did not know before this hearing. Uh, so let me list a couple of them uh, here. One, Bill Barr. He's like, "I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president it was bullshit." Yes, and and he said that's why he resigned as well yeah um we this again this is something that we kind of thought that might be the case it sort of was consistent with all the facts but here was Bill Barr on video saying it directly right um number two Liz Cheney says that they have evidence that when told that his supporters were trying to hang were, were seeking to hang vice pent Vice Pence.
1: Vice (laughs) (laughs) Pence? We're really doing great. Yes, I I know. We're really aging so well. You know,
0: it's because my shoulder hurts. That's why I can't talk. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Liz Cheney says the committee has testimony that President Trump, when he was told that his supporters were seeking to hang Vice President Pence, he said, maybe our supporters have the right idea. Mike Pence deserves it. Right. Right. That was new. Uh, we kind of got the idea and had heard through indirect people that he didn't really care about what happened to Mike Pence, blah, 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 that, you know, he was sort of excited about the events that was going. This is a specific quote from a witness about what Donald Trump said about Mike Pence. And he said, Mike Pence deserves to be hung. Yep. Um, another one. Uh she played additional testimony of various Trump aides and officials uh, telling Trump and Meadows that they'd clearly lost. Okay.
1: Uh, But let's be clear. Uh, uh, You know, a couple of them were... Ivanka? Ivanka.
0: (laughs) Well, the Ivanka thing, she was told... It was like, what did you think when Bob Barr said this? Did I mess it up? Is it Bob? Whichever Barr it is. Barr you know, Roseanne
1: Barr, whatever. Yeah. yeah no. Anyway.
0: And, and she said, the guy that well, looks like that dog, uh, yeah, cartoon dog. she, she says, I trust, uh, 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 I trust, I trust Barr. I respect Barr. It made a difference to me, but it was actually cut in such a way that you don't know which quote from Bob Barr they were talking about. It was implied. It was the bullshit quote, but they were actually asking about things that he'd said, you know, back in november december january not about what he'd said to the committee so it's there is a little bit where it's like i wish i knew exactly the context of that rather than just that bit but it was clear that she was saying that she understood and did not disagree with the fact that her father had lost
1: well oh by the way uh uh trump slammed her today
0: yes yes on on truth social or whatever the fuck it is yeah Yeah, um another new thing Um, Trump's acting deputy attorney general, Richard Donahue, told Jeff Clark, which was the guy that Trump was thinking about elevating. What you are proposing is nothing less than the United States Justice Department meddling in the outcome of the election, which is illegal, according to a particular U.S. code law. Um, they uh, Meadows, there's another new thing Meadows, there was a quote of him saying So there's no there there about the election So right. he knew too um, There were documents about uh, A note the, the the staff was trying to get him to read During January 6th about a- Anybody who didn't have who Anybody who entered the Capitol who shouldn't be there should leave And that he declined to do that Um, Another is uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff Milley talking about how he was accepting orders from the vice president and the vice president was very aggressively giving orders while Trump was nowhere to be found and Meadows was talking to him about making sure to not let the narrative go through about Pence being in charge. Um now th- this one's actually quite inter- this is another one where we kind of knew this was happening but this is again sort of the direct proof from a witness uh cuz we we'd heard little bits and pieces about Pence maybe being the one giving some orders uh but again this is sort of the confirmation the witness saying it um but one interesting thing here is legally Pence didn't actually have the authority to give correct. those orders correct that's correct you know the 25th amendment was not Invoked. Um, Donald Trump was in charge. Pence was not. But nevertheless, we've got testimony from General Milley basically saying the military was taking orders from Mike Pence. Now, no one. And and there's two parts of this. One, thank goodness they were, because Mike Pence was actually being responsible and saying things that, you know, asking him to come in here and take care of this situation and fix it and blah, blah, blah. He was actually, like, engaged and doing the responsible thing to actually protect the government and the processes of government and the election and everything else like that. But at the same time, he didn't actually have that authority either. that's, That's kind of like a coup right there. The military was taking orders from someone with no legal authority to give them. Um, And that sort of ties, like, I remember having conversations on this show about, like, hey, what would actually happen if Donald Trump, you know, issued an order to nuke Paris or something? Well, apparently you got an inkling because
1: they were like, fuck this. We're not following your shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's what I said is, like, somebody in the chain of command would do the right thing, even though it was illegal for them to do it. Yep. Yep. You know, or they, in the case of the nuclear weapon thing, they could say this is an illegal order. I have no responsibility to follow an illegal order, et cetera, et cetera. In this case, it was basically there was a, you know, base one way to say it is that, you know, Donald Trump was a wall. He was not performing the duties of the presidency.
1: But, but so it was, therefore, just, by the way, in. It wasn't just the military like taking orders. Look, there was this, it it was shown that there was this, and you you were talking about, uh, after Bill Barr, uh, resigned and his deputy was there and he was trying to remove him and put something else that there was a series of officials that basically were just
0: absolutely not refusing to take his orders. That wasn't just one. There was that, and there were those that were threatening to resign. Right. Um, there, there, were, there was a lot of resistance. And one of the things that, you know, again, we heard about before, but now we're hearing it directly from witnesses and documentary evidence surrounding it, et cetera, was the whole notion that after January 6th, in the time between January 6th and January 20th, there was a coordinated effort by the people remaining on the staff to keep Donald Trump under control. And make sure there was no more bullshit. Right. At, at least none that mattered. Right. Um, and, you know, they talked about it as, quote unquote, landing the plane. um, And again, had we heard this? Had we talked about it on this show even? Yes, we had. But we were hearing it reported second or third hand through anonymous sources. Yeah, we didn't know blah, this blah, blah. directly. Right. We didn't know this directly. There were, you know, it was unclear, like, the reliability of the information. It was sort of like, yeah, that's plausible. That makes sense. That's probably what happened. But there was no proof that that was going on. What we're getting here over and over and over is here's the goddamn proof. Um, Next up, we had information that after Donald Trump uh, at the debate said, stand back and stand by to the Proud Boys, uh, Proud Boy membership tripled, mm. and and of course the Proud Boys took that very seriously and started yeah. taking action after that statement. Um, then uh, let's see, uh, that, that that's a good place to stop for now. There, there there were a couple other things, but like the point is, like even now, this many months later, we are still learning new things, and the committee is specifically. They're bringing the goods to show, you know, some brand new things like he was like, hey, Pence deserves being hung. Uh, but also just providing the proof for the things that people paying close attention thought were probably true and switching it from a probably to a definitely. Yeah, this this is there. Here's the proof. And they've just started. I mean, this was was just the introductory session. And basically, over the course of the next month, uh, they're having these hearings once or twice a week. Uh, Most, you know, some of them in daytime, some of them in prime time. Um, And they're going to go through all seven of these points that they say are part of the grand plan. Uh, And basically, the contention here, I mean, I, I think the bottom line is that they think they've got the goods to to point directly at Donald Trump and say, this was not an accident. This was not something that got out of control. This was the plan all along. This is exactly what they wanted to happen. This is not, oh my God, uh, they were supposed to have a rally and there's violence and I I can't believe there's violence. Uh, I'm so shocked that there's violence. No. This was planned. This was planned.
1: By the way, one thing, uh, talking about the impact of putting this evidence together and presenting it. So uh, over 20 million people watched this, It's, it's according to the first. Uh, yeah, the
0: first right. ratings were slightly under 20, but they don't include a bunch of stuff that'll almost certainly take it over 20 once they finish counting.
1: Right. Uh, so, so 20 million people,
0: which is quite a substantial uh, uh, audience. Uh, I would love to have a, a breakdown of how that split up in terms of partisan orientation and other demographics.
1: But by the way, one thing that I saw, speaking of partisan and whatever whatnot, is that Tucker Carlson went and uh uh he, you know Fox did cover this but not on the main Fox channel. I think they put it on it, Fox they put it on, on Fox Business. Right. Um but here's an interesting thing. Tucker Carlson was worried that um they would leave during the commercial breaks to go watch <laughs> it so they Tucker Carlson ran the whole program without commercials right they did the
0: entire 2 hours the hearing was on without commercials right which is absolutely just and in in some astounding part, in some, to me in some how, parts of it by the way they showed video uh like they had You know, the Fox News hosts talking, but like in a little corner, they had video of what was going on with the hearings because they they weren't ignoring it completely. They were talking about how the hearings were a partisan witch hunt and were full of bullshit and all this kind of stuff. But one of the things that uh, several people have pointed out is that when they switched to video of the people being violent, Mm -hmm. the Fox directors would switch to a picture of the people in the audience at the hearing instead of showing the video of the violence. Gee, what a shocking thing. And and they, by the way, were not airing the sound from the hearings. No they course. were only talking about it and having it sort of in the corner in the background of, oh, yeah, there's a hearing going on. Let me tell you about why it's all bullshit and you shouldn't pay attention to it. <sighs> I, I, and, I just... And I mentioned that video real quick. I'll just say, you know, they 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 did like uh, in a near the end of the first hour, they did a fairly long video, sort of recapping the violence of the events and mm. showing a bunch of new video. They had a bunch of like, oh yeah, uh, body cam photos from the uh, the officers that were being beaten and things like that. Uh, you know, and frankly, this is one of those things where. We did see a lot of this video like a year ago or so, and we, they, you know, the New York Times did a great timeline and thing, but this was new video and it's sort of, it's fresh again. Cause like looking at that, looking at that, they played like it was 10 or 15 minutes long. I don't know how long it, it was.
1: It, it was very long, but it wasn't just that, that it was timed and structured to show you the sequence of the yeah. event itself.
0: Well, and, and um, like I said, like the New York Times did do something like that before, but it wasn't this as complete. Was m- they didn't have uh, this, a, lot yeah, this the, was, a lot of this, a lot of this. This was more complete. They had a bunch more footage. They had a bunch of uh things that the New York Times didn't have then back then. And also, it's just a reminder. Like some of the stuff was shocking when you we saw it 18 months ago, a year ago as they slowly came out, but as time fades, you sort of forget just how bad it was. I mean, I was watching this video and you know, I was just once again, like I could not look away. It was stunning. I was like, you know, Rita, almost I, I want
1: to, dude, I almost wanted to cry watching. Oh, I, yeah,
0: I definitely was crying. And I, I mean, I wanted to feel nauseous as well. Yeah. In terms of like, I can't believe these people. This is so repulsive. This is so horrible. These people are so clearly you out of control and deluded and violent. And how can anybody look at this and say, it's okay. How can
1: people go and, uh, still to this day, um, claim that they were nonviolent and mm-hmm. go over and above. And, you know, you know, this, 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 this girl that got shot by the officer, how they hold her as a fucking hero. When she was part of a fucking violent mob. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I, 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 look, I like I said, I watched the whole two hours. I watched the whole two hours twice, paying close attention. It was, for me, it w- it was incredibly powerful and well done. Um. Yeah. the The question. You know, and a lot of people are talking about, well, will it make any difference in terms of what anybody thinks about anything? Will it make a difference in the election? Whatever. I, at this point, I go back to, you know, I I wish it was, I wish it would, but even if it doesn't, putting this out there in this way is important and it needs to be done and it needs to be out there. Um, even even if it like hurts politically, and doesn't ch- or, or and, and and you know we doesn't get across to the Fox News people or anybody, um, it's still important to do this. Just j- frankly, just like it was important to do the impeachments, mm-hmm. uh, and, and frankly, the, the stuff we're talking about now, it is the second impeachment. I mean, this is what the second impeachment was about. Right. This is the kind of thing that. If they weren't rushing to do something, be, you know, in the first, like in a month after this happened, that, you know, this is what that sh- should have been, could have been. Uh, but they, they they didn't have the time. You take a year and a half to investigate it. Now you have all of this additional information and blah, blah, blah. This is exactly what Donald Trump's second impeachment was about, was this shit. Yeah. They just didn't have the goods. <clears> and, well, I mean. Well, frankly, they did have the goods. Yeah, we already knew. But this is, you know, and the whole politics of how impeachment works, you know, is why nothing happened. Uh, And I guess one of the big questions here this time is, does anything happen? Like, the committee itself has no authority to, you know, press charges or anything like that. They may end up proposing legislation. well, Well,
1: I mean the FBI keeps arresting these people, more and more of them. So I don't know what well, to that, say. that's that's that may the not, qu- that's not the big directly, Uh you know, the committee itself directly maybe, but not but uh well, that there that are it, keep being more criminal cases. I mean, what the hell? Uh the all the Proud Boys guys was it the Proud Boys or Oath Keepers guys that all got arrested? Both, both of, of them. them that got that just got arrested. And who was the guy? The Republican um governor candidate in
0: michigan yes yeah and also got got arrested well this is the big question right the 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 committee can't do this stuff themselves but if they put all this evidence out there i mean is doj really going to be like yeah never mind You know, they haven't been, I mean, more, more, more people keep being, they've been working systematically, starting at the lower, lower levels and working their way up. And the committee has been working independently, collecting a lot of evidence. Uh, The DOJ recently asked the committee for all of their evidence. Please turn it over. The committee said, no, it's ours. We're going to do our thing first. Uh, But, but uh, one of the things that came out in the last two days uh, from the DOJ side is the committee has said they're going to release all their evidence to the DOJ in September. Okay. So they're going to get all that kind of stuff. The DOJ is clearly doing their own investigation as well. Do they manage to go all the way up to Donald Trump's immediate circle or even Donald Trump himself?
1: I I, I don't know. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. But like clearly what the committee is trying to do here is make that case against Trump. Right. Yeah, one of the pieces of news I heard is one of the debates within the committee was how much to focus simply on Donald Trump as opposed to other Republicans that were in on the thing. Um, and Liz Cheney, and I guess we can talk about her in a minute, uh, is was on the side of let's focus like a laser on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you could say that's because, you know, she wants to protect some of the other Republicans. Oh. I don't know. But, you know. The the fact is, like I I don't. I I think that makes sense for what we're doing in the hearings. Like if they've got the goods on other Republicans, put it in their six hundred page report, or do do something about them later. I I think for what they're doing right now, focusing directly on Trump makes a lot of sense.
1: I, I completely agree. And uh, look. I, I don't want to minimize in any way, shape or form the especially how any Republican has been attacked, not just I mean, not just with words, but I mean, even to the you know, these people have been threatened with with death. Yeah. The courage that it
0: took for her to take this. Liz spin. Cheney. The, a poll came out this last week. She is losing her primary in Wyoming by like forty percent. Right. Like the uh, to some some Trumpy MAGA candidate, whatever. Um, both her, uh, Kinsinger, already a long time ago. Like as soon as he went against Trump, he's like, I'm out. I'm not even running. I know it's pointless. Right uh but uh liz cheney is taking on this position knowing that she will be out of congress because of this th- th- there's no way this woman is won- winning re-election I, in wyoming i'm not afterwards. talking about the political uh a part of
1: it in terms of taking the stand i'm talking You're about talking the about fact death that, threats and everything else yeah, yeah, which I'm also talking, are happening you know um you know that that this is um I mean, she's being attacked personally that it, it's, you know, it's, it's really a, a difficult stance to take, um, when you were in that party and I, I think that, um, but look, uh, she has stood for it and she is trying to run again and she is being out beaten soundly. Um, I, I I think that, look, I know a lot of people don't believe, you know, that people should be recognized for taking a stance like that when they have been part of a party, that takes certain uh, a, a series of positions that are against our own political ideology and, and to okay? be clear
0: she holds those positions 100
1: is 100%. She, old, she
0: right. is a you She know is a conservative republican. She is a conservative I'll, republican. She's a she conservative. Is
1: a, I'll take out wait a republican yeah. right now. She
0: she is a she, she is, is a, a social very conservative. conservative. Right. She is she's she for all the things that democrats hate about republicans except she won't go along with Donald Trump's bullshit. Or no, she
1: it's it's a little bit beyond that. That what she feels is that the democratic process and that the, what the structures that make this country are are important, are, are important. and they and, and she will not sacrifice her uh see she will not sacrifice that for Winning these political, you know, positions, you know, to, to make them take over. Right. That's it. You know, so I think that's the that's the thing. And and I respect that. And I don't agree with her positions, but I do believe that she's a much better person than these people. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I mean. this This is the kind of thing that. We've said in the past about other things is like, even if someone holds positions that you find reprehensible in other areas, you know, if there's a core level of like consistency and honesty and respect for process and a thought that you 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 do want to actually work on solving problems and things like that, right. then then it's someone that you can perhaps work with. You know, and 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 again, even if their positions on some things are absolutely reprehensible and some of hers are, there's areas where you can cooperate and work together on the things that you don't disagree on. And even on the things that you do disagree on, maybe you can do it civilly, you know, but that's what we've had an extreme lack of. In Donald Trump and the rest of the Republican party that's been willing to, and the rest of the Republican party who's been willing to just suck it up and go along with all of this bullshit, b- b- bullshit. I-, I was trying to go for something like, no, but, but that's Bill Bard's word. No, no, I-, I know it- Bullshit. Yeah. Well, bullshit on this specific thing, but also more generally like, you know, four years of Donald Trump destroying every institution of government. Right. And repeatedly indicating that he has no respect for the rule of law, no respect for, you know, actually caring about, you know, what, well, policy in general, it's just all been sort of the raw force of exercising power and enriching himself. And that was the whole damn thing. Um, anyway, so I, you know, good on Cheney, good on Kinziger. Um, the fact that they're there is important. I also think it's important that, you know, the committee chairman, you know, basically, I mean, he, he did some things, but Cheney got center stage. Yes. And I think that's a good choice. First of all, she's a better speaker than he is. Yes. But, but aside from that, the fact that this is is a person who until very recently was in the Republican leadership and comes from, I mean, she's Dick Cheney's daughter for God's sake. Yep. You know, I think the fact that you have somebody like that speaking is actually important. Um, Now the true Trumpies have long ago, thrown her overboard and said she's a rhino and yep. a traitor and this and that and this and that but I still think it's important like you know give her all the airtime like yep. the, the it in, it increases the credibility a lot by having her take the lead on a lot of this mm-hmm.
1: I agree I totally agree and and like you said she's cool. very articulate She she really has made uh, a good presentation of the facts, ask questions properly, uh, just just everything. I mean, she's just very good at. uh,
0: Well, and people have pointed out that even though this isn't actually like a court thing, (laughs) this isn't a legal case, this isn't a prosecution. She is presenting it exactly the way a prosecutor would. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, it'll just be very interesting to see like the the things that I want to sort of see the most as this proceeds, um, are like, like, you know, I, I feel like the, you know, officially in the end of all of this, this committee will issue a report, and they will issue recommendations for new legislation to prevent this kind of thing from happening in the future. I feel like it'll be a miracle if any legislation actually comes out of this and gets signed by a president and comes into law. Um, There may be a few little things that they can manage to get done, and I hope they do, but I feel like that's that's a stretch for them. The things that I'm going to wonder and watch for over the next couple weeks are, first of all, does any of this seem to, like, Actually, penetrate to the quote-unquote normals who aren't news junkies like us. You mentioned twenty million people watching, which is awesome. That's a are big they, number. It, 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 it's it's a decent size number. Um, but are they all like people who already thought what Donald Trump did was bad? Is there anybody in that group whatsoever who was on the edge and moved? I, I know. And, and all, I think that. That, and also forget about like the people who have an opinion and changing their mind. Yeah. There's so many people who just like, this is ancient history. It was 18 no, or, months or, ago. Or who cares? History
1: or they don't know. Yeah. Because like, like we said, look, this was junky material. We, mm-hmm. you know, the details of a lot of this kept dribbling out, but I guarantee you that most of these people, like I will, I am willing to bet that, A great number of these that are watching this, uh, have not followed this in detail. Right. And so all of a sudden they're getting their first exposition to, to, uh, to this in, in a complete, in a, with the entire framework on it, you know, it's not bits and pieces because I think that that was the difficult thing about what happened over the last 12, 18 months that you would get a news over here, another one over there, another one over here. And so therefore piecing it all together. Wasn't that now you're getting this
0: pieced together to you in, in a storytelling way. And and I think like part of my question is like, do you get quote unquote normals, the non junkies, you know, talking about this over dinner or, or at work or whatever. And sort of, you know, does it like reach the level where it's, it enters the consciousness of what non news junkies are actually thinking about or not, you know, that that's one thing. The other thing is of course, what the hell does DOJ do? Like, you know, they, it sounds like it, it's unclear whether they're actually going to formally send criminal referrals over to the DOJ on uh, for Donald Trump or any of his inner circle. Um, but assuming they don't DOJ still has all this evidence, what do they do with it? Do they, you know, it looks like, as you said, it looks like they've been working their way up the pyramid anyway, right? Mm -hmm. but very, very, very slowly does some of this public evidence speed them up at all. I, I mean, I've said on the show before, if DOJ does anything at that sort of top level, I think it's next year. It's not this year. Um, but does, does any, does, is there any visible speed up? Does, you know, is Garland forced to like say, yep, we are, we are taking what the committee has said very seriously and we're going to dig into that more. You know, well, uh, what I will more. say
1: is that, uh, so, uh, uh, you know, I know that th- this was related just for the contempt of court, but did I understand correctly that they, uh, went and like cuffed and like chained, uh, P- Peter Navarro.
0: You mean the contempt of Congress? Yeah, they did. contempt of
1: Congress, yes. They did. I mean, that was beautiful.
0: (laughs) Oh, and he was all complaining about, how could you treat me like this? Blah, 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 blah.
1: And I'm like... You're a fucking criminal. Get used to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm like, really? That's all they did? They didn't beat you up like they do with the usual black suspects? Oh, okay. Hey, they didn't shoot you. Right. Exactly. You know? I mean, you know... Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't stick, a, you know, did they stick a knee in your your neck or something? Oh, Jesus.
0: Well, th- there's this expectation for all these sort of white-collar criminals. That right. They'll sort of politely make an arrangement to go in and, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. For, for this... I, I, look, I, I will
1: say that, uh, well, um, in, in my experience for a couple a few people that I know, that <laughs> they've been allowed to turn in themselves or so forth. I mean, there are cases where, I've seen all over, yeah, yeah. Uh I've seen all over. I've seen them come up and like arrest them at their office. Well, I and mean, I've so, also so seen them just the, you know negotiate. This, yeah, yeah. So, uh, some
0: of this is how much of a flight risk they think they are. Right. Um Also, I it was mentioned Navarro is representing himself. Like usually these negotiations oh, go great. through a lawyer and blah blah blah. So he's and he's screwing himself pro- for that. Well, as that well. May,
1: that's pro- look a lot of times when there's an investigation like like this. That's why. It, it really is what the lawyer talks to the DOJ at that point because it never is a surprise when, in these cases, when a charge is filed. Okay. And so what I've seen a lot of these times is like when when something like that is expected to happen where the attorney on your behalf negotiates, well, okay, you're going to file a charge, So we'll be here and, you know, we can, you know, we'll turn ourselves in and do this and so forth. Okay, we'll 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 you know we'll, we'll we'll arrange it. But I'm pretty sure that probably Peter Navarro is like ah, all of you, fuck you.
0: It's <laughs> all so, okay. That's the way you want to play it. Okay, great,
1: beautiful. Well, then we'll come. But you know
0: we'll pick you up. Uh, and of course, one of the things that happened uh, as well is they they did go after Navarro, but they decided not to go after Meadows and Shavino. Is that how you say his name? You No, whatever. whatever. Um, you know,
1: I, 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 Donald Trump's web guy. Yeah, whatever. whatever.
0: Um, but they decided not to go after those two for contempt of Congress. Um, and I've seen very differing takes on that. Uh, one is like some of the committee members seem to be extremely frustrated with that. Like, why not? They are completely and totally undermining our authority. I've seen other people speculating. well, they're not doing this right now because they're going after these two people for bigger things ah. and going after them now might interfere with that. I don't know. I think, I think there's a whole bunch here that we just don't know yet. The DOG, 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 the dog, <laughs> the dog, dog. D-O-G. <laughs> the well, new
1: department that we just started. There you go.
0: The DOJ uh, is playing it very close to the vest in terms of what they're doing. They're saying sort of the bare minimum, and they're going about their stuff, which is leaving a lot of people very, very frustrated because it seems like they're moving slowly. It seems like you're going after all these low-level people. Why aren't you going after the big guys? What's taking so long, et cetera? And then you hear some people saying, calm down. They're doing their job. They're systematically working through this. If you're gonna go after people at the very top, you have to make sure you have a rock solid case, you know. And so they're taking their time and they're doing that. But then people are like, "Yeah, but that's what you kept saying about Mueller."
1: No, yeah. I, I I get that, but and, and and but but it seems here that there, there there is some logic that we're missing to this. Okay, all right, there has to be because. You know, because when they did it to, you know, a couple of them and then not the others, I'm just like, look, it's not that they're not enforcing it. Something's got to be happening here that we don't understand.
0: I think there's a lot we don't understand yet. And I'm wondering, and again, going back to the committee and the hearings themselves, they've announced who's going to be talking Monday. There's some fairly big names uh, that were, um, you know, and and so we'll, we'll see. Like. You know, I kept thinking as I was seeing this, like we have had no word yet of like Pence cooperating in any way, but like it would blow everything. Like in terms of drama, if Pence showed up on the last day, that would be incredible drama. Right. I I don't think it's going to happen, but, you know, who knows what they've said their witness list is not fully written in stone yet. They're still talking to people. The investigation is still ongoing. Um, and given how that first day went, I, I'm just wondering what other bombshells they have to drop over the next month. Um, and which, if any of them will like, cause. Okay. Again, it's sort of the question of like, okay, those of us who are paying very close attention, will see some of these things and be like, oh my God, I can't believe they have that. I can't believe they have Ivanka saying that, you know, she knows that uh, the, the election was lost or whatever. But are there things that are going to be such big, oh my God, moments that, again, the normals are like, that who are not tuning in to watch the thing, still nevertheless end up knowing about it, hearing about it, talking about it?
1: I don't know. Well, I I think that Like I said before, a lot of people, because this had been going on for so long, and because it's been over such a, you know, spread out period of time, okay? Yep. Don't know, or have forgotten, or don't care, you know? And and the thing about putting it together in such a compact way, and a scripted way, okay? Makes a big difference, okay? Uh, Look. That video that was played, I guarantee you that that video will get played many more times yep. in the months to come.
0: And, and to be clear, you you said scripted. That's that's very important here. Actually, they are. This is a show. Yeah, and some people are criticizing it because of that. But this is something that some of the impeachment hearings did wrong, and yeah. the the Mueller thing did wrong. Oh, yeah. Is what, is, is they just sort of treated it as the kind of thing as a regular would, hearing as a regular hearing that would be on c-span with nobody watching it and yep. it, it, you know, it was boring and you had all the all the people got to talk for three minutes and the republicans were grandstanding and blah 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 and by the way that also helps a lot the fact that the republicans took themselves out of this except oh it's for beautiful Kinziger,
1: that, oh that's perfect
0: means okay. they can do this right. Like yes. otherwise you'd have Jim Jordan or something every five minutes coming up.
1: Taking off and saying something stupid.
0: Exactly. And basically undermining the whole thing in real time. Uh, but you don't have that. So they're actually able to make this case. But they have planned this out. They are treating it as a show. They hired someone who is a professional news producer right. to put the stuff together, make sure it's flowing right time things. Almost every single word you heard that entire two hours was indeed scripted and written. They were reading, re- they're reading their speeches. I mean, Even the witnesses yeah. read half of their shit. Right. Um, and also the the way, you know, I mean, they had the two live witnesses, but they were, I, I kind of felt like they were almost incidental. They added some flavor but it was the committee members themselves and the staff and the pre-prepared, you know, visual packages that really made the case. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was affecting to see the police officer that was beaten, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, that was that was dramatic. It was emotional to see her give her testimony. But it wasn't I'm not just sh- drama for drama's sake. Look, I, I, I mean, could I can I say yeah, that, go ahead. that, that
1: there, there was there was one remark that I've seen repeated many times. Uh, since it was said how she was talking about how she was not just concussed, but that when she was walking, that she was sliding, basically, you know, people were puking, they were bleeding and that she, she was, she was slipping on their blood.
0: Yes. I mean, seriously. And she talked about how, you know, she was trained to be a police officer and arrest one or two people or even manage a crowd a little bit, but she was not combat trained. Right. And this was hours of hand to hand combat. Combat. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, so you you're right. I mean, but but even those were very tightly constrained. They only had a couple of questions. They had, a, you know, some limited yeah, yeah. time to answer them. Uh, the 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 documentary guy was there for a very specific reason to basically put in context that the Proud Boys went to the Capitol and did reconnaissance before the president even said anything about going to the Capitol. You know, they they were there for very specific reasons of what they were going to say. The committee knew what they were going to say, um, and. You know their opening statements and stuff were, you know, read off a prepared statement. Uh, and the thing, and when they did answer questions, it was it was a known answer. They the committee knew what was happening there. It was all it was, very it was time, very controlled. But this was time constrained too. So yeah. you can't. This cannot be. You know, the, the, it was produced to be a two hour show. Exactly. This is not like you gavel in at eight in the morning and go till ten p.m.
1: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's not that. And they are very cognizant of it. They are very much aware of the things that went wrong with the two impeachments, the thing that went wrong with the Mueller report, and they are trying to correct for all those errors. Now, in in the grand scheme of things, in the end, will it make a whole bunch of Republicans suddenly say, oh, my God, I was wrong. Donald Trump is awful. Let me vote for Joe Biden next time. Probably not, but, you know, does it hurt Donald Trump even within Republican world? Cause he's sort of, to- you know, oh, fuck yeah. a little bit. Let he, me tell you something.
1: The fuck yeah, it does. De- DeSantis is loving this, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Of course it is. DeSantis I, is fucking like have popcorn right now. It's just, you know, you know, sitting in front of this and watching this and go, woo. Because you know, listen, we, because DeSantis knows that Trump is going to try
0: to destroy hmm. That well, is right and, now very, very clear. And and by the way, we know Donald Trump has been slipping anyway. He's not he doesn't have the same strength within the party as he did a year ago. Now, even there or two years ago, he's still strong. Don't get me wrong, but he has been slipping somewhat. And there are a lot of people out there who are like, you know, I like MAGA. I like the things he stand for, stood for. I like Donald Trump, but we're all kind of sick of him. Let's go for somebody new.
1: Now, here's one thing about uh, this whole thing with DeSantis. So there's been a couple of straw polls that have that have happened where DeSantis has beaten Trump. But but the one thing is that a lot of these straw polls at this time are kind of bullshit. You know? Oh, yeah. I Some of these straw polls It's in like in the past have had like Cruz winning or something. Whatever whatnot, however, but taking that aside, there is truth to the fact that on a national level, DeSantis has amongst the MAGA become one of their heroes. Okay, mm-hmm. it, this is just absolutely true. Um, so on the flip side, also the great thing about you know, I think from a democratic standpoint of a strong DeSantis is that DeSantis is an unlikable asshole. Okay. <laughs> the, the, there is no charisma in this man. Okay. And so Trump does have a charisma to him. Okay. All right. That some people like, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm mute to it because I just see him as just a bullshit artist, and I've always seen him like this for over 20 plus years. Okay, but there's other people that just believe, oh, look, he's, you know, he's rich. Look how he made all that money and so famous, and blah 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 blah. And you know, and to so to a lot of people that rubs off. But DeSantis is just an asshole.
0: It's so I I I really like this. I got to be honest. Mm. I, I get, really do. No, you, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I've, I'm of mixed feelings about that because I feel if the Republicans can end up nominating not Donald Trump, but with someone with a veneer of sanity. That helps them a lot. Depending no, no, no. On the problem is that there else. is
1: no veneer of sanity to DeSantis. That's that, that's where your mistake is. There's mm. a guy who named a quack as his surgeon general. There's a guy that there is so much insanity in his background that you know, and, and he and he is an asshole. Look, he went up on a stage with students and like just treated them like shit, like a couple of weeks ago. Okay, because the guy is just an un, 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 you know, just un, unwavering hey, but, ass.
0: Yvonne, does he trigger the libs? Oh yes. Then, then, then there are, is he'll do fine. <laughs> you know, and, and this is the the whole thing of, you know, they've said one of the things they've said is like a. I mentioned earlier, Liz Cheney specifically seems to focus 100% on Donald Trump and doesn't want to necessarily take on the rest of the Republican infrastructure. Um, And, you know, some people say she's planning on running for president too. I'm like, she's going to lose. There's there's no way she could run in a Republican primary and it would be anything other than her being completely crushed. Right. But, uh, but, you know, the, problem with focusing exclusively on Donald Trump, and I know we've said this before, too, is Donald Trump has exposed the rot in the entire Republican Party. It's not there. Look, there is there is Trumpism without Trump. There is MAGA without Trump. And the the cancer that's there uh will continue with or without Trump. I I do agree, but at the same
1: time, uh, DeSant you know what there are very few. It, it, it go it goes back to I I keep thinking of Hitler for whatever reason. Oh uh, whatever and, and there, reason yeah. well there were, well and the reason I thought of it is that while there are many people that are racist and all of these things and whatever. There are very few that are willing to destroy the, the, the Republic in order to get there into power, okay? And what you what you really see, especially with a lot of these votes recently, is that, yeah, they may want those things, but they're not willing to do what Donald did in order to, to get it.
0: Well, and we see this just in the kind of stuff that's coming out in this hearing, is how many people around Donald Trump were trying to stop him. Right. And how many people were trying to control him after January 6th to keep him from doing even more damage. And how many many people were approached... For God's sake, Hannity Hannity was texting about, like, what do we do here? How do we fix this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, so there are plenty... Of people on that side who definitely thought that what Donald Trump was doing in terms of this, okay, I don't care about anything, full speed ahead, whatever it takes to keep me in power. Um, There are a lot of, you're you're absolutely right. A lot of people didn't support that. There were, of course, some that did. There were this whole circle of enablers around Donald Trump for this. But the key sort of firewalls held. Right. You know, and I think one of the worries, of course, for for 2024 in in terms of like, you know, election officials all around the country is, are you replacing those firewalls that held with ones that are ready to fall? And hell, if Donald Trump actually did get reelected, what the hell kind of a second term would that be? But um, but the firewalls held this time.
1: Look, Uh, even as much as I despise DeSantis, okay, I'd be more comfortable with a DeSantis presidency than a Trump Trump presidency, simply because I don't think that he would do those things.
0: You think he would be horrible in policy ways, but he wouldn't be, like, destroying the Republic. Correct.
1: Absolutely, 100%.
0: Okay, well, by the the time we meet again, there will be... One, I think two more of these, one on Monday and one on Thursday. So we'll have more of yeah. this stuff. Uh, I, I mean, don't he know. He hasn't if we-
1: done it in this state. I mean, let me be clear about that. Okay. Look, he, 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 in terms of, there were very close elections in this state, Sam, just recently. Yeah. Okay. Extremely close. And I know that he didn't meddle in the damn elections at all. Um, you know, I mean, he just didn't do it. And by the way, DeSantis, even after all his, like, whatever mongering or whatever, he always surprises me and does this thing where he signs a bill about something that is reasonable, that makes sense. But because it's not, it doesn't inflate his MAGA credentials, that doesn't get published, that I keep going, it's like, motherfucker, every time I think that he is the worst scumbag on earth, okay, all right, that there can be nothing redeeming about him, then he signed this bill to actually fund the money for, like, uh, disabled children. And then he funded the damn thing that I thought he wasn't going to fund Well, he did one recently that was like, okay, this is what he's doing now. Because he has said to everybody that you can't talk about climate change. Right? Mm -hmm. So he can't say that word. So just just signed a whole bunch of legislation under the term. What do you think he called it?
0: Climate change? Nope. Resiliency. Oh, climate resiliency or something no, like no, that? No, no, no. It's not even climate just, resiliency. Just resiliency. Just resiliency. 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 Yeah. Okay. Oh,
1: oh, under resiliency. Yes, I'll sign it. And I'm like, you motherfucker.
0: Whereas it's exactly the same kind of stuff, like being yes. able to handle floods better. And, yes. Yes. Know,
1: yes. Deal Everything. Deal with. Was, yeah. Yes. Yes. Except it was called resiliency.
0: Well, I, and actually, this, uh, this is something that's been found before in a number of areas. That you can take the exact exact same fucking (laughs) policy as Democrats have been promoting, change the name so it's not using the buzzword that the Democrats like and then Republicans will be all for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll vote for it. (laughs) Because because they're not a motherfucker. Because they're not actually against the underlying Policy. They just want after- to win the fucking election. They want to keep the whole fucking like fight and like you
1: know whatever. Well, uh, own the lib thing, and and in and, many and, cases- and climate is bullshit. Blah blah well, blah. Yeah. In
0: many in many cases, certain phrases have become toxic because the Democrats use them. So you're not going to support anything that has anything to do with those phrases. But if you frame it differently, if you if you say instead of saying you know, this is a climate change bill that's going to add like wind me, power all over the place let because me read it's better you. for the environment. Let me read you. If you just say, we're going to build a windmill because it'll give you cheaper listen. power, now they're for it. Listen, listen, let me read you. Oh, except, <laughs> what, except what? it kills the birds.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the ball, well, you know, the cancer. But, and the okay, cancer but, yeah. let, uh, but let me read you the press release from his office about this. Okay, all right. Governor Ron DeSantis announces more than 500 million building upon his historic community to enhancing community resiliency. Okay, all right. Okay, now this is what it is awarding over 400 million dollars for 113 environmental resilience projects across the state which will help prepare coastal and inland communities for the adverse impacts of flooding and storm
0: surge. Right. But no but no climate change.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. And I'm like that's why I want to fucking choke this bastard because man, he just does it on purpose, okay? then he goes and signs it it's like oh yeah here's resiliency I'm like you asshole
0: okay okay let that's let's wrap up i uh, i was trying to say when you had some more de stuff to say hey look there are going to be a couple more of these hearings before our next show uh these are going to be going on all month uh we probably won't do the whole show every week on this well we didn't even this time we did half the show on like Um, I didn't even talk about the guardians of the galaxy roller coaster. We did cultural appropriation and we did a book and Yvonne talked about whatever you talked about.
1: Yeah, I got to remember that for next week because that's just, just,
0: just just be, just be clear. Everyone like we'll try not to let it be the entire show every single week, but we're probably going to be talking a lot about this stuff for Uh, the next month because it's going on. Did Uh, Apple have an event? Yes. Apple had an event. Who cares? Okay, um, let's do. I, I, let's, I did. I, like I they they had it. a couple. They had a few cool things, but we're not going to have... talk about it right now. We're not going to talk about it right now because we are way. We're, we're it's too long. It's too long. Anyway, um, so let's real quick do the stuff at the end of the show. Um, This is Curmudgeons Corner. Thank you for listening. If you want to see the archive of our show and ways to contact us and all of this kind of stuff, uh, go to curmudgeons-corner.com. You'll find... Uh, yeah, the archive of the show, I mentioned that our Facebook, our Twitter, our email or blah, 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 blah. And and contact us. We love to hear from you. Also, there is our Patreon. If you want to give us a a little cash money, I know we're not doing white noise and we're not blowing shit up. But if you pay us enough, we will. (laughs) Look,
1: if you get me like about $20 million, I yeah, yeah. will guarantee you
0: that I will get the C4 myself, and that house is gone. It will be spectacular. He's talking about his own house, just to be clear, not mine. Uh, we there can
1: do two, I guess. We can do both!
0: <laughs> anyway um if you uh donate to our patreon at various levels we'll send you a postcard a mug uh, all this kind of stuff at two dollars a month or more or if you just contact us and ask nicely we will invite you to our curmudgeons course slack where yvonne and i and a few listeners are talking all week long we just had someone new join our patreon not our patreon we just had someone new join our Slack this week, uh, uh, Shelly, who was co-hosting the show a few weeks ago, joined us. So thank you, Shelly, for joining. Shelley! And yeah, go, Shelly. Yay. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we love it there. We have fun there. Um, and so, Yvonne, only three. What were the top three things we talked about on the Commudgeons Corner Slack in the last week that we have not talked about on the show? Um.
1: Great news. Yeah.
0: Trump's the plane? Air Force One
1: paint scheme scrapped by Biden.
0: Yes! Yes. That ugly red, white, and blue <laughs> oh, plane. Oh, thank God! You know, a lot of people, like, on, 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 on freaking inauguration day, people were asking Joe Biden, so are you going to scrap the Air Force One color scheme? And he's like, look, there are more important things going on.
1: No, there weren't. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. I, I'm sorry. No.
0: No, <laughs> but he took care of it. it. Yes, it's finally taken care of. It, it will be God. the classic Air uh, Force One scheme for many years to come. Thank. It will God. not be this ugly, garish, horrible thing Donald Fucking Trump wanted to do. God, thank God. Okay, now, so they they made up. I I, I say made up. They said when they put this out, that the air force had done some analysis that said that color paint would cause heating problems and they'd have to do redesign, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't even care if that's true or not. In the end, they go back to a good paint scheme. That's all I care.
1: Yes. Thank God. Okay. So, so, all right, we're, we're back on, we're back on the correct colorings for the air Air force. One. Thank God. Okay, Number Uh, two, number two, Jenny Thomas is the worst human being on earth. Okay. (laughs) Or one of them anyway. Okay. All right. And if 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 you know, I mean, I I I I would I, I would like her in jail. Okay. So we shared a story about Ginny Thomas press twenty nine Arizona lawmakers to help overturn Trump's defeat email show. Okay. So that was now story just to be shared.
0: clear, and I pointed out, I, I I feel like this is actually a little bit overblown because it's not her directly like pressuring these people who know who she is. Blah blah blah. She uses one of these. She used one of these sites that lets you do form mail where they they fill out the text and you just throw your name on it and it emails the person. It's not quite the same thing. The lawmakers and their staffs just have. You just count up how many of these they got and the lawmakers got... But, but we know that she total. was
1: listen. She was aggressively going and pushing people for this. So anyway, all right, she's an asshole. Fuck her, whatever. Anyway, all right. So that that's the thing. Uh, uh, you number know, three. Number three uh, was a story that I posted before in the inflation reading today. That inflation is poised to ease, according to three key indicators that showed that basically. Three leading indicators of inflation are showing that basically prices are slowing down. But, you know, everybody keeps focusing on the backwards looking indicator. And so, therefore, they're all freaking out where the forwards looking indicators are already showing that it's going to ease by the end of the year. So. okay. Anyway. All right. And so that's three. That's it.
0: Will, Will it ease in time for people to feel it before the November election, Yvonne? Probably. Yes. Probably.
1: Yes, okay. I, I will say actually, I'll take the probably out. Yes,
0: okay, uh, because people keep saying that the only thing that really matters here is the economics and what people feel in their pocketbook, and there, yeah, the last few years that hasn't been the case, like totally. So I don't know,
1: but but yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, it will it will happen before the November election. At this point, yes, it it, it may not. It, so here is the one thing: the thing is that. Maybe the data will show it, but I don't know if people will notice it, which
0: is which is another problem. Sometimes, yes, okay, it's the people noticing it that matters. People yeah. actually feeling. I know the
1: data will show it, but I don't know if people will notice it. That that, that and that's a great question. I don't
0: know, um, but but and, I know and, the data will show it. And specifically, people are fixating on gas price more than anything else.
1: Um, look, when when we've had these shocks with the gas prices, usually they've only lasted like about. 12, 24 months, like even inflation adjusted right now, we're still below certain levels that have happened in the past. Um, so I, I, you know, it, it's,
0: this will ease. Period. Of course, inflation adjusting something that's part of the inflation index is kind of a little weird. You get some feedback effects there, but okay, whatever. We're, no. we're done. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're done. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There are various different ways of inflation, and you have to make sure you're not doing it. In no, no. No. What, a I, what I'm away.
1: saying. What I'm saying is that, Well, maybe change the word. It's the constant currency. What the heck it was the value of things back 40 years ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The reality is that you know it, it. It's. You know, you were paying more for it back 40 years ago when,
0: when compared to... to your overall income and everything. It, else. Correct. Exactly. Okay, a okay. income, we yes. we are done. We are done. Thank you, everybody, for joining us as usual. Have fun. Stay safe. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, And uh, hopefully join us again next week. Goodbye. Bye.